Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone out there in the big, big wide world. This is Helena Steinhornstein talking to you yet again from, well, what is this? The Sun Coast in Southeast USA. It's called Florida. Anyway, we are here again and uh, we live in such odd times. Every day you have to see what has changed in all this, in politics, in, in how we look at our lives. And nothing really has changed much. We, see, we keep on saying the same things. We keep on thinking the same things. And now I started to stand up and talk a little bit more. And I attended a little birthday party the other day. And uh, I started to speak out. And this was about, are you checking on things? Are you checking what's good for you? Are you checking what's true? Are you checking in this and the other? And, you know, quietly people start to say, yeah, you know, of course, I'm not stupid. I have to check on things. And I'm worried. I'm concerned. Why are people not telling the truth out there? And this is, Something I have to remind you about. We are living history right now. And <clears throat> sorry, and this is, I just caught some, I'm not crying. <laughs> and suddenly I got so emotional and somehow when I get that, I swallow too much air and then I get kind of my voice gets a little tired. But you know, this is what has happened in history. We have not asked certain questions. We have not asked about truth and consequences. And this is what I feel we should do. And particularly since this is about spiritual healing today. I think when you are spiritual, and I see that for myself, and I explained that to someone earlier today. We had a long conversation about someone being, where someone was saying things that seemed so unkind to her. And I said, well, the one who said this to you, he's actually a very, very spiritual person. And when you are spiritual, you don't think uh, logically in a way. You are just so truthful. You cannot just suddenly blur out the truth to someone. And sometimes it can be about your truth, you know, what this piece, people, what this person feels about you. And then she accepted that. And she said, though, well, you have to be able to know what is truthful or what is hurtful. And I said, yes, but you know, the truth hurts. It does. We don't want to be told the truth. And I think we are living that right now because the truth that could start to make you feel small and incompetent and, and that you are caught in a place where you don't want to be. So how can I learn spiritual healing for myself and others, which is the title today? And in a way, Maybe it's not that quite fair to say how can I learn being spiritual. 
because many times you come to this world and you are spiritual. And I think most of us are very, very spiritual. And we are just suppressed because we live in worlds, you see, today. You're not allowed to be truthful. <laughs> you have to live a lie or you have to close your eyes to what you're seeing and hearing. Well, you close your ears and your eyes and what you turn blind and deaf to what's going on around you. And then when you do that, you disconnect yourself from your spirituality. So once you turn spiritual, you are like, you know, like I am. And I am spiritual. I know that because I am uh, not totally living in the logic, although I'm blamed for being very much in the logic and very organized. Yes, but I live in balance. And you know, that is the whole trick. You cannot be only logical or only spiritual. It doesn't work very well in our world. No, you have to be in balance. And that is what is healing. We are brought back into balance We are meant to live in balance. Nature is meant to be in balance. If you look at nature, and nature is dominant, this is what this planet is about. It's about nature. And we are natural beings, and we're supposed to fit into this program of nature instead of starting to destroy it the way we do with nature and each other, actually. So we have to think about How can I be in balance, just like nature out there? And that is the trick. And that is when you have to find that core of you, that spiritual source of knowledge. There's something about us that we are actually spiritual beings living a human experience. And that is the foundation for everything. You have to look at yourself as a spiritual being, living a human experience. And so many out there I've heard, they are exactly the the opposite. They see themselves as human beings who is watching spirit around them. And it's just, seeing what you can pull into you of spiritual abilities outside of you, instead of awakening that power of spirit that you have within you. And this is what it means to be created in the image of God. You were born with that power. You are the original source of that power. And you created that body around you. Well, you didn't. Nature did that. Yeah, nature did that. Or God, if you want to say so. I sometimes get little notes from people, and they're not my regular listeners because they won't say little notes like this. But people say, oh, no, you cannot do anything without God. And you keep on talking about the light and the universe. That's wrong. And they're immediately judging me, saying that I'm wrong because they have the true spirituality, they say, because they are religious. 
Now religion is on one side of the stick. Spirituality is on the other side of the stick. And what is the difference? Well, in religion, you follow somebody else's commands. You follow rules written by others because people have started those rules. When you're spiritual, you just follow your feelings, your intuition, the highest good. I believe in this power spirit as being good and this power restoring balance in everything. And that is healing. Not too much, you know, when the body gets what I call the healing light. It can never get too much because we will remain in the physical body, which is darkness somehow. I don't want to kind of call it darkness, darkness, but it's a blockage. You cannot fly because of your body. In your mind, in your spiritual body, you fly like crazy up in the sky. And you can walk and walk on water and all these things. So the body will always block you. So you can never, never get too much light. Because if you turn, if you lose the body, or when you get too much light, they will say you probably die. Or you go on the other side. Then you are totally and 100% in the light. So all, go away from all the idiotic ideas that some people are teaching out there, and I mean that. They say, oh, no, you cannot give too much light. You have to put some darkness in that for balance. Oh, no, the good Lord knows what is the balance. You don't. And I'm strict. I shouldn't be so hard on that, but I really mean that. And by the way, there are people out there who have asked me to rename this hour I have with you to the Helena Steiner Hornstein Report. For this, that reason that you say, you're reporting so much good stuff. We don't have to believe everything you say, but, you know, I actually do believe most things you're saying because you have lived it already. You are giving reports in the different fields. And your reports are very, very valuable to me because it's not only you have learned that somehow, you have lived the whole thing yourself. And most people out there, they haven't. They have read about it out there somewhere. But do you realize, and this is what I'm saying, that everyone who's written a good, strong book has been channeled that information from source. And this is what I do in my work. And if you want to become a good healer, spiritual healer, you are channeling the information. Because, you know, all knowledge, and this is interesting, you know, all, in, all knowledge is already out there, out there in the big universe. Remember, that knowledge, that universe also lives within you. Shall I repeat that? Your universe is not only up there, around you and above you. Your universe, our universe, also lives within us. And that is where you can access 
knowledge, you can do so. Once you tune in to this higher energy, this is what I teach people in my, in my classes, in my private sessions. It's not that I teach it. You kind of fall into that automatically because we open you up to spirit within you. We are so blocked into what we can do and not do through our surrounding society. We've been programmed from day one, from the day when we were small children. And then according to the one you were, you were programmed accordingly. So if you were a boy, you were programmed this way. If you were a girl, you were programmed that way. If you were, you know, poor, you were programmed that way. And if you were, you know, this way and so on. It went on. And I can, you can just see how it fits in, how we actually are so much stronger. Each one of us independently of your gender or your race or your language or your age, we are just remarkably talented beings. So when I say, when you say, well, how come Einstein got all that knowledge? Because Einstein was a highly spiritual being. He was very high in his vibration. His vibrational frequencies were extremely high. He could move into this universe of knowledge and use it. He could take it back with him to this level and start to interpret that. And that is the trick with channeling. You have to be able to interpret the channeling that is given to you. And that is not always very easy. You have to have the ground foundation for that. There was, I read the book, it was, I read it in German, because I found it in Germany. It was called uh, uh, Talking to Famous Composers. And uh, it was actually written by an American author called Appel. Uh, that was his family name, Appel. I don't know if it was Arthur, Arthur Appel. And he wrote this book uh, because he was so interested in finding out how people could write such beautiful music. Why did these composers write this fantastic music that was so perfect in every way? So he just at that time, he just took the boat over to Europe. And it was at the end of 1800, beginning of 1900, and there were quite a few composers alive at that time, of the big ones, like the Norwegian Edvard Grieg, uh, who lived in Bergen, Norway. Hello, Norway. We have all the listeners there. And he went to Puccino, that was supposed in Italy, and talked to him. And he, you know, he, he talked to different big, big composers. And they all said the same thing when he asked them the question, how can you write this good information? I mean, this good music. Where do you get the inspiration? And they basically all said the same thing. And if you go back in history and ask Beethoven and Mozart before that, I'm sure they would have said exactly the same thing. Beethoven was dead. 
He just wrote perfect music anyway. He's one of my favorite composers. Even Mozart, who is so perfect in his feelings. I mean, the tone, the music he's writing, you know, but it was all channeled, I'm sure. He was also doing this at age four, you know, so this power comes from anywhere. But like Greek said, and Puccini said, they said that, oh, we know music, and that's the number one rule. But then we know also that it's a higher power than the limitation of, of my human knowledge. They have noticed that they tried to write fabulous music and it didn't work. But now they started to tune in to that spirit within them and to that power that surrounded them also up in the sky. And they said, I know that this big universe, that power of the big universe also lives within me. And now they started just to listen to spirit. And they wrote down note after note page after page, and when they played it afterwards, it was perfect, absolutely perfect into detail. That's how I wrote my book, The White Light. That's how I wrote my book also, uh, Constant Awakening, that was channeled information. The stories there, the stories are good, but when I asked for explanation of those stories, how they could be true. Spirit gave me the information. And everyone said, my God, your book is so well written. Yeah, because it was channeled. I had someone sending me an email yesterday saying, oh, I'm feeling so poetic reading your book. It's so beautiful and so perfect. I got this from the library. I have to go out and buy my own book. Of course, you have to keep this book just sitting there. And it's not the book you lend out to other people. You keep it for yourself. Go there, tell the others to go and buy their own book so they can keep it for themselves and open it up at times, from times, to receive that channel of information. Now, how will that fit into you? I can see how you sit with sharpened pencil and you want to know how does this work with you. Well, first, learn to love you and love people you're working with. It's impossible to work with people if you hate them, if you dislike them. There are times when I have looked at people who come into my office, when I saw people in person, but there are people who are <clears throat> complaining immediately when they call me up before their session with me. And it's just kind of, I have to put myself in the right place first. And this is what I do. I put myself in the position of unconditional love. And that is something you have to write down. You have to be in the position of unconditional love. And that works also for yourself. You cannot say, oh, how can I do this? You know, doctors don't know how to fix me. And I say, well, God is much bigger than the doctors out there. God and the light are the same energy for me. 
spirit is all the same energy. God, spirit, universe, love, light, it's all God to me. It is that higher energy that knows all and sees all. And it's there always on your side because it lives within you. And that is why you have to start to love yourself. I am a minister, so I have to go back and put that into the Bible. And it says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. I've heard so many complain about that, you know, particularly in Sweden, where I remember I was brought up to that too, or you cannot love yourself. That's selfish. And we kind of uh, used to sing little songs in first grade about those we felt loved themselves too much. Oh, it smells bad with self-love. It smells love bad with self-love, you know, <laughs> because that's what, what our teachers had told us, you know. But then I remember my mother told me once, and I was 12 years old, and I wrote my first book. No one wanted it, but I did. And she said, you have to have a high appreciation of yourself. You're good. Know that. And that was kind of amazing for mother to say that to a child, you know, some time ago when you were not brought up to feel that way, but she did. And I never forgot that. So don't turn yourself down. Don't pull yourself down. Even if someone else does that, and particularly if you start to be good at things, someone else would tell you very quickly, you're not good. I've had people who read me several pages how bad I've been. They never come to me for healing, but they have just heard about me. And of course, they didn't like to hear that. I was considered one of the best healers, spiritual healers in the world. Oh, no, they had to remind me how bad I was <laughs> without knowing them. You know, I never met those people. But this is how miserable people can do out there. And that's why you have those incidents, those happenings on Facebook and everything. That soon as someone is successful out there, you have to have those people who are not very happy within them. They have to come up with something mean to tell them. So these are things. And again, my mother wants to, oh, you have to forgive people. They're stupid. You know, they're ignorant. I say stupid because I'm very frank. I'm very open. They're ignorant, but ignorance and stupidity is the same thing, basically. And we can control that. You can control your ignorance. Start to feel that you now are loved, at least by you. Otherwise, it doesn't matter who loves you out there in the beginning. You love you. It doesn't mean you should start to feel I'm better than anyone else. No. God loves you. You love you. The light loves you because you are working with the light. And that's a very, very good thing. So once you know that, you are loved. I think that is what is the A, B, C, D, all the way down to X, Y, Z. Love. Love you. Love the person. And now relax. Don't care about what rules are saying. I remember my first year when I started to do this and I had a man, 
of course, a younger man, but I don't think an older man even would have said so, because you do acquire wisdom. He said with age, anyway, and this man said to me, oh, have you read all these books, you know, and you should follow so-and-so who read, you have to do that, and you have to do that. And it confused me at that time. I listened to the darn thing. And suddenly I forgot my connection. And suddenly I didn't get any more messages from my good source. It was just like blank. It was a horrible feeling. And I just sat down, oh, please, dear God, help me, you know. And suddenly I got that feeling back of comfort. And I heard that little voice in me. I just wanted you to see the difference. That was one of our biggest lessons. For a moment, I lost the connection with spirit. I didn't listen to spirit the way. I listened to this man instead and all those books he had mentioned to me and all what those books were telling me, were telling him rather, and he was telling me. So forget those things. Relax. Let go and let God. And that is how you can do healing. Now, of course, you have to give. You have to receive the light to you first. And you open up to the light. And this is when you start to open up to the light and you continue to move the light with your intention to help this person. And that light moves to the person you have in front of you, physically in front of you. Now you get more and more light. You don't get tired after a day. I've given the number before, but I can't remember. It's like over 30 people I did in one day once, which was a little bit much. They didn't get an hour. They got like 15 minutes or something like this. I was so energized during those days when I can do, when I had so many people coming to me. I could practically fly. And I think I almost had to put a limit on myself not to fly. And I mentioned this before, how I would step into my car at times. And I would just step in and sit there without turning. Well, once I turned the key, from those days when you had keys to turn in your car, now once I turned the key, the car took off with me without me doing anything at all, which was dangerous because, you know, you cannot do that in city traffic. So I had to sit with my foot on the brakes all the time because I was so energized. Can you think about that for the future, what kind of energy we can produce within us? This is absolutely unlimited energy. It goes with how charged you are. You don't need to go to any form of pump this way. You just keep on charging yourself with this love and light. Maybe this is what they do on other planets so they can get into chips for comfort and get to us here. I'm just throwing out thoughts out there because you must not live in the limitations. So now you collect the light with you. You pass it on to that person unconditionally. And now you're usually given signals from spirit. And whatever comes into your mind, send that to the person. Or say that. 
to the person. Sometimes I know people haven't liked what I have said in those sessions because it's been very revealing. That's why I don't do public healings because God knows what is given to me. You know, it could say something terrible about that person that only that person knows. I don't remember afterwards what I've done or said in the session, only if it's the last person for the day or something like that. And some people now I can remember better because they come so often to me. And they come often because I'm somehow also comfort for many many people. I'm a coach as well. So I have those who come every week to me. And they've done that for a long time, which keeps their lives very happy and in balance and healthy, mind you. Now, for some reason, we do get sickness anyway. It doesn't mean that we are inferior in any way in our spirituality or trust or belief if we get sick. We do get sick. And with COVID, if you get COVID, one thing you must remember, I'm going to say that often now, because what is so dangerous with COVID, since it is a very particular energy, it was created in a way almost to hurt you. So that's why if you bring in your fear with this energy, it will magnify and be very bad for you. That is what is painful. This is what's hurtful to people. So make sure that this is something you get rid of, the fear in your life. And also if you go to heal someone else, don't have the fear. And if you want to work on yourself, don't have the fear. Fear is a horrible, horrible energy. And if you have cancer, which I don't even accept as a sickness, because I don't want to get into that feeling of fear that we have been given by those in charge of your body. Get rid of the fear. Instead, bring in the light in your body. Love and light. And begin to send that light to the place in your body where it's necessary with light. You will feel better. And this goes with the light even when it hurts. Bring in the light. Sometimes you have to change the color of the light. I noticed when I had a burn and I brought in the light. Oh God, it was hurting even more. I brought in the blue light which I felt was cooling. And I brought in that cool blue light, blue light, and, you know, it healed my burn. So just do it for a while, not like a couple of minutes. Now sit with that and focus on it because you really want to get well. You want to get everything back in order again. So have patience. Sometimes also, you might have to repeat this a few times because it can be hard to respond. And know also when you do healing with other people. Well, that's why you have to have you have to get paid. If people pay, they will not come to you out of curiosity. 
if they have to pay for that, and particularly if it's something that you feel, oh God, I'm not going to pay fifty dollars for that or whatever the price is for for a healing uh, that you said, they will not come if they don't believe it. But if they believe in it, doesn't mean that they can receive either that well. Some people simply don't receive because they are so programmed to their situation that they cannot believe anything else. They just can't. And particularly if they're older, they have been a certain way all their lives and has worked with them beautifully all their lives. And suddenly there comes a situation when it's brought, they have the fear and everything else. It's hard to get well. It's hard to get other people well. And there is no 100% that you cannot cure 100% of the people. But it does work. It really does work. But it's not your fault if it doesn't work. It's how things are received if it's someone out there. So if you open up your mind and just accept for today to receive, yes, it does work. And then you wake up in the morning, you put yourself in the light again and say, just today I'm going to receive the light. It works. And you can continue to do it that way and that way and that way. The spiritual healing that I'm using is I love the light. It's love and light. That is also for me the first commandment. The Ten Commandments were written long before Christianity. And long before any religion, by the way. It was just something that people lived according to, according to that belief. And it was that we have the power. Then the Christians came and separated you from the power that you have been taught before in earlier days, lived within you. And put the power way up in the clouds. So no, you're not part of that power. You don't deserve that. And I said, no, that power still within lives within you. Even if religion tried to take it away from us. And that is sad because it's there. And Jesus said, I am the light. This is your way and this is your truth. And I heard that little voice speaking to me when I started to do healing. I heard that little voice, I am the light, I am the light. I don't know where it came from. I just heard it. And it didn't in any way make me or give me the feeling that I was superior and I was the light and I was the one doing this. No, it was the power that reminded me of this ability that you and I and everyone out there has. It has to be done with love and light. It has to be done for the highest good. If it's not, it's not the light. Then you work with darkness, and that's not the good idea for you or anyone else, mainly for you, because you turn yourself into a dark power station, and that's detrimental to your health and you. So I say this just so you know it. So in this process using the light 
we are getting random blockages, and you know that. And we don't have to mention this to spirit, oh, get rid of that, get rid of that, because spirit knows that automatically you will be cleansed with the light. I could go on with this, but this is my little report for today. So this is the Helen of Steinholstein report. And we will see you soon. And now we do our little meditation as usual. If you hear any kind of music in the background, it's all Stephen Halpin's beautiful music, using his CD music, Gifts of the Angels. And I have his permission to play it. And also I have meditation CDs out there. You can find those on my website, findingyourinnerlight.com or bodysoul.com. Connection again, www.findingyourinnerlight.com or bodysoulconnection.com. And my email is activeail at gmail.com or drhelenainfo at yahoo.com. DR for Dr. Helena, my first name, info short for information. DRHelenaInfo at yahoo.com or ActiVale with a C A C T I D for Victor A L E at gmail.com. Let me hear from you again. It was nice being with you. I loved being with you, and we will be together really soon. Thank you so much again, and this is Helena. And you relax. Put away all pens or pencils that you may have had in front of you. And just relax and feel so good about you. And you take a moment of connecting with that core of energy that lives in your chest area, in your heart of the soul, yes, there is a light shining within you right now. And you allow that light in your chest area to grow and grow and grow. And it's moving and it's beginning to rotate and rotate and rotate faster and faster and faster. Your eyes are closed. You stretch your shoulders and your neck and take a deep breath and you feel so connected at this very moment. You imagine you're standing on a dark ground surrounded by darkness. You still feel so incredibly safe because this is your place your little place on this planet Earth where you feel absolutely safe and secure. And now up in the sky, there are stars all over the sky. However, there is one star that shines just a little bit more than all the other stars. And that is your star. You love the one you are. 
you are a shining light on this planet Earth. And you love your world that you are now beginning to create around you. And that world that you create around you of love and light is now shining within you. You are so relaxed, so very, very relaxed. And yes, you are a spiritual being. And you are now putting that power of love and light first in your life. Whenever a problem or a doubt appears in your life, Get rid of that. Sweep it away. And now allow that light to shine in your body and round your body. And soon as you do that, the light will begin to respond to you up in the sky and send you a big, big ray of light coming down upon you at this very moment. You take a deep breath. Yes, you feel so well about you. You feel so in harmony about you. You know who you are. You are. A loving, shiny light. And you have now possibilities to share this light with your body. When your body needs it. And you have the possibility now to send that loving light to someone else. And you send that loving light to someone else who needs your love and light at this time. And you do that out of love because this is how this works. You give life. You give love. You're sending love. And once you send love and light, you will receive see more and more of that loving light and you are so much in harmony. Yes, you are in harmony. How you love the light shining within you right now. The love and light within you is the God energy within you, the universe of absolutely unlimited power within you. You feel it now. You know that you have that. You feel so very, very strong. Now, you feel Strong beyond limitation. I am a light. 
I am a shiny light. And you repeat that to yourself. And now slowly, slowly, we are beginning to come back to the here and now. And this is Helena Steinholstein. Loving you, sending your love and light, making you more and more powerful, exploring more and more love and light, and sending and sharing this love and light to others. Have a good day. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You now open your eyes again. You feel good about you now and accept this goodness about you. Thank you very much again. And my website is findingyourinnerlight.com and bodysoulconnection.com. Bye-bye, everyone out there. See you soon. Bye-bye.